0: Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Save Me an Aisle Seat, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiasts, Amber and Kylie.
1: Hello.
2: hello.
0: Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt.
2: What are you doing in me swamp?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if you couldn't guess, uh, this week <laughs> is also a special week brought to you by Matt. And Hi. Or whoever that is. Get ready! <laughs> I'll, I'll pass it on over to
1: him.
2: So, I know I've kept it super secret, but this, this week, we're going over Shrek the Musical. Dun, dun,
0: dun. It's
2: the newest entry of, did this really need a musical? <laughs> so, let's, you know, let's find out. Yeah, let's, we'll, uh hop into some background info for this musical so this is very obviously based off of the 2001 dreamworks animation film shrek Hmm. with also references to the other movies like kind of sprinkled in there but this is essentially the story of shrek they didn't really like change it up too much so if you've seen the movie you're you're all good
0: which currently at the time of this recording. It's on Netflix.
2: I was gonna get to that.
0: Then pretend I didn't say anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the music was done by Janine Tesori, and the book and lyrics were done by David Lindsay Abair. After a trial run in Seattle, the original Broadway production opened in December 2008 and closed after 12 months in January 2010. Following that was a tour in the United States in 2010. Kind of. Right after the Broadway closing, as of November twenty nineteen, the digital version of the uh, show on Netflix.
0: Yes, and we did watch it. Watch it together. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. So (laughs) Um, let me tell you, it was an experience. It's a visual treat. You should yeah definitely
2: watch it. It's it has to be seen to be believed. Yeah, this is this is another one where you can like. Generally, get most of the story through listening to um, the show on Spotify, which we will have linked in the show notes. But there's like a lot of visual gags in this as well, and we will go over that when it becomes the most prominent um, in a certain character or two. But yeah, um, we uh, we ready for this. This wondrous experience. Here we go. All right, so act one, our show starts off with two ogre parents that are sending their seven-year-old son, Shrek, out of the house to find his dark corner of the world to hide in, in the song Big, Bright, Beautiful World, and it starts off as a kind of uplifting beginning to the song, where they're talking about like how everything's like, beautiful and, and vast out there in the world, and then it veers off to the side and says, and not for you. So it's talking about how people are just going to chase him around with pitchforks and don't want him around, so he should just find somewhere to hide and be alone. Great um,
0: parenting. Yeah,
2: yeah at, at the ripe age of seven? Yes. <laughs> so throughout the song, he does some traveling around and runs into like village people who are afraid of him and make fun of him. And throughout the song, he actually grows up to the time where we originally see him in the film, where he's at his swamp. And he's like, yeah, this is a big, bright, beautiful world, and you can shove it. You could take that, all that stuff. I don't need it. I'm just going to be here in my swamp. And he, like, has a bunch of visual gags of drinking, like, a swamp martini and spraying his armpits with skunks and stuff. And, you know, ogre things. Yeah. Trek Solitude is eventually interrupted by a band of refugee fairy tale creatures that have been sent to the swamp since they've been banished. Or the Kingdom of Duloc, which is ruled by uh, Lord Farquaad. And they all kind of like barge in. Shrek is very confused as to why they're all here. And so they tell their sad story in the song Story of My Life, (laughs) which Pinocchio's voice gets a little... Grating? Yeah, (laughs) it's very harsh to the ears sometimes. It's very Pinocchio. Yeah, but it's got all your typical fairy tale creatures: Pinocchio, a big bad wolf, fairy godmother, a witch. I think Humpty Dumpty. No, I mean, that might I mean, been Humpty. Yeah, I'm really not sure dumpty. what that costume There's was. There's a whole myriad of oh, the three little pigs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big bad wolf. They're like, they're like German, I guess. Like in the film, yes, they're Swedish. I don't know what, what or something. Yeah, they're they've got funky accents.
3: <laughs> I know. I did love Pinocchio's nose. It actually grows, like, on stage, and it was fantastic costuming, I gotta say.
2: Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was funny. (laughs) (laughs) So, learning that they've all been sent here by Lord Farquaad, Shrek eventually decides that he's gonna go talk to Farquaad himself and uh, get all these freaks out of his swamp. He needs his precious alone time. So, that all kind of gets wrapped up in the goodbye song, and they all, like, crash into his house and like kick him out pretty much as he leaves and it's like yeah good luck and then she's smashing and stuff mm-hmm. and shrek is obviously super happy about this so on his adventures to do lock he ends up running into a magical talking donkey that is being harassed by some of farquad's men and trying to get arrested uh shrek kind of isn't really impressed with these guards and just kind of saunters up and scares the bejesus out of them and says, all right, you can start running now. Go on. And they all flee. And then, yeah, we get introduced to Donkey. <laughs> Trick's best bud. So, yeah, since he was saved, Donkey offers his friendship. Offers to tag along in the song uh, Don't Let Me Go. Since he knows the way to do lock. I'll just leave you along. And the way they try and do it, it's like... It's like... I don't know. They try to do the Eddie Murphy thing... But it's just not the same it's
0: not i think no i think what it manages to do is make people realize that they might be furries no <laughs> no you didn't might didn't be right, right. <laughs> He was a very, it was was very definitely... flamboyant black man in a fursuit
3: it was entertaining for sure
0: <laughs> he was oh i loved him he was great
2: and what was really great about the nest show is like it would zoom in on certain moments oh, so donkey has some of the best expressions of just like oh my god mm-hmm. and like throughout the entire show it is some of my favorite
0: moments if if i can find some good screen grabs from the show i'll throw them up on our website because they are <laughs>
1: they're wonderful they're fantastic
0: just joy
1: they're <laughs> mm-hmm. gems
2: they are gems yeah they're they're good but yeah and Donkey's still the high-energy and kind of annoying character that he is in the film, so uh, talking a whole lot. Meanwhile, Shrek just wants everything to be quiet. Yeah, after that song, we get a cut, and uh, in Duloc, Farquaad is actually torturing the gingerbread man. No. With some broken legs and threatens to rip off some of his gumdrop buttons. Because he's trying to track down all of the other fairy tale creatures that are hiding within his land. And once they get them rested and out of there, he's kind of a Nazi.
0: A little. <laughs> uh, <kind of>. Whoops. And
2: <laughs> Whoops, yep. And yeah, right before Jinji is about to reveal all that he knows, the captain of the guard arrives and informs Farquaad that they have found the magic mirror. Ta-da. which is actually kind of cool because it's like a big screen in the background and it's got like a digital face that mm-hmm. has a lot of expression, very similar to the film. So I thought that was really cool. And the the magic mirror um, and Farquaad have a conversation and Farquaad's him, was like, oh, isn't this the fairest kingdom of all? And he's like, well, technically you're not a king, so it doesn't make you have a kingdom. So we'll get wrecked. So it's time for our favorite game show. This is your why. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like dumb, dumb music, and Farquaad's got all of his henchmen uh, there to watch, and the magic mirror goes through a couple different princesses for him to choose from. So we have Cinderella, Snow White, and the Princess Fiona. So he mm-hmm. kind of gets a little nervous, not sure who to pick, and he starts asking his guards for suggestions, and eventually lands on Princess Fiona, who is trapped in a tower surrounded by lava and is guarded by a dragon. And can I say with some of the stuff that Netflix is producing right now
0: this is your wife I would not be surprised if that actually became a reality show like a spin-off series <laughs> like, yeah, it's an actual an actual reality show.
2: Oh yeah, completely forgot to mention with the introduction introduction of Lord Farquaad for those of you that have seen the film he's a very short man. Very short. Yeah. Right. And, and the way that they have done this on stage. The stage production is he's always wearing a cape, and the guy that is playing him is actually on his knees, and has these, like, puppet legs strapped to the, like, I guess below his waist, Is he's just wearing all black. And it's, like, strapped to the knees, and it's done in a way so you can't really see, mm-hmm. see his legs moving. It, you just see, like, the puppet legs. But they, like, stick to the front, and so he, like, walks around and even like dances and stuff on his knees it's impressive
1: it is that'd be painful
2: it looks oh, absolutely yeah. ridiculous like yes while you're staring at it, but when you start thinking about the the practice of it like that dude i hope he was wearing knee pads yes but it it just kind of turns into a running gag for the rest of the show mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty great
0: yeah, I love that they realize that they're doing something ridiculous and embrace it. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, that's great. So yeah, they decide
2: to go for Princess Fiona. And he's like, Art, right, who wants to be my my brave champion and go and rescue this princess? And everybody's like, mm, lava, dragon? Uh, I'm not, uh, not really about that. After Princess Fiona has been chosen as the princess to rescue or to marry... Uh, We get a cut to a young seven-year-old Fiona of dreaming of a brave knight that will come save her, and like all the fairy tales that she's read. She's waiting for someone to give her true love's first kiss and end her mysterious curse. Fiona is singing the song, I Know It's Today, and throughout the course of her singing, she goes from this young girl to a teenager and then into an adult, all kind of singing the same thing of wanting her fairy tale to be finished. So she's like wanting to cut out all this fluff because she's been waiting so long. And she is just so done waiting around. She just wants her Prince Charming. So she she even like goes to destroying some of the books that she's been reading, like Ah, eh, we don't need this. Cut out the the death and the dying and let's just go to the happy ending.
3: She tears the books in half
1: at one point and my heart died. It's all her oh,
2: hearts died. <laughs>
1: yeah. I clutched my books a little closer t- that night. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you're trapped in a especially if you're trapped in a tower like, it's like your only form of entertainment. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's fair. But She even she even says that she's been there for like 8,000 something days.
3: Yeah, we calculated it to like 23 years. years.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, she, she'd been there a long time, and every day been singing, I know it's today, and then getting disappointed. Getting more and more depressed. <laughs> Depresso.
3: Quarantine. Extreme edition. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. So, um, after that song, Shrek and Donkey arrive in Duloc, where doll-like dancers uh-huh. go over how things are going in Duloc in the song what's up Duloc and it is kind Night of terrifying yes yeah, it's, not
3: it's kinda down. it is <laughs> <It's> very
2: <laughs> so essentially they're just keeping everything nice and pretty there's a dress code all the freaks are out of town and uh you do as lord farquad says or you get you get the boot not all the freaks are
1: out of town
2: <laughs> after the little brief intro- introduction in the beginning the the doll dancers introduce their towering colossus of Moxie. I think is how they describe him. It's Lord Farquad, and he's up on top of his castle, like in the background. But he's got his little doll legs hanging over the side. So he, like throughout the song, he keeps like crisscrossing them. It's hilarious. And, like moving them around and stuff. It's so funny. <laughs> it's,
0: I it's it's probably my favorite gag in the yeah. whole
2: thing. So yeah, he's just talk about how great he is and how he's built up this this kingdom and it's just kind of like a fanfare kind of song a little bit of razzle dazzle in it um there's also a point where right at the end of the song he's like jumping on the heads of like the dancers and it, like eventually the like actual actor gets like stand up because he's like behind all of them mm-hmm. it just looks really dumb and stupid but i loved it because That's clever. Yeah. yeah they they definitely worked with what they were what they were trying to put out there but after the song most of the people flee at the sight of this ogre walking into town and uh farquaad is is kind of impressed by his stature and and you know mannerism but is also a bit afraid and they talk a little bit trick brings forth his concerns with all these weirdos being in his swamp, and they eventually come to a deal where if Shrek manages to rescue the princess and bring her back, Shrek will get the deed to his swamp and the people will be removed. So, everybody wins, right? (coughs) So, the dynamic duo of Shrek and Donkey set up to save the princess, and Donkey becomes increasingly annoying to Shrek in the song Travel Song. Mm -hmm. Which is just like, uh, if you just gotta... Tune in your heart. You can, you know, make the time fly by. So Donkey singing this upbeat like, "Oh man, I love traveling, I love being with my friends." And then it's kind of duetted with Shrek having an internal monologue of, "Why me? Why? <laughs> why is this happening to me? I I just wanted to be alone." There's a lot of like visual little gags mm-hmm. in this in the background as they're walking. Eventually, like Puss in Boots shows up, and they just kind of be like, "Hey, look, that cat's wearing boots." And then that's it? Like, yeah, that's <laughs> they, just, it. they just move on. There's a Lion King reference. hmm And it's like... <laughs> it's like the beginning of Circle of Life, and it's like... Hubba-ba-da-da, there's a donkey! <laughs> like... <laughs> it's dumb. There's a lot of fun... It's fun, yeah. ...energy in this. You can definitely tell it's not a super serious... Uh,
0: not even a little...
2: Yeah. But throughout the song, they eventually come across a rickety bridge, and Donkey's a little bit afraid of going across and shrek kind of turns the lyrics of his travel song on him and just like what come on all you need is your friend and a happy beat come on get across the bridge (laughs) but they do eventually make it but once they are across shrek sets off alone to go find fiona meanwhile donkey gets caught by the dragon which ends up being a giant like Puppet. Giant puppet thing, but is also voiced by three, like... Actresses, three, yeah. Yeah, three ladies. Yeah. That are, like, kind of got, like, that diva soul sisters, you know, kind of mm-hmm. vibe to them.
1: They're dressed like dragon scales, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So they are supposed to be it, but they're also, like, you can see them. They're in front of the puppet. Right. So it's it's, it's really weird.
0: It's weird, yeah. It's um, I don't really know why they like they went that direction with it but I don't like it wasn't bad either. Yeah, I didn't hate it. The puppet looks very good.
2: Mhm. Mm-hmm. It does. But yeah, so the dragon wants to eat donkey at first is going over how delicious he'll be. And right before he gets chomped down, uh donkey kind of turns the tables on her and's like, "Wow, you have such beautiful teeth. I I know you probably hear this from all of your food, but do you bleach at night? Like mm-hmm. kind of stuff." And he only throws like a couple compliments her way, and then all of a sudden there's a pause, and then the tables get turned on Donkey, and she's like, Oh, I'm gonna love you, I'm gonna smother you.
3: Hey, she's been just as lonely as Fiona, okay? That she is needs true. a little lovin'.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is in the song Donkey Pot Pie. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a little awkward and weird, but sure, whatever, we'll roll with it. But this whole musical's
1: awkward and weird. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it
2: is. Yes.
0: It is definitely weird seeing Dragon have a voice. Because she doesn't. You know, mm-hmm. the entire like Shrek mm-hmm. series.
2: Like, yeah, so you know weird. they get together, but you kind of, like, don't piece it together when it's talking about, like, ooh, I'm gonna keep you around. And, like, like, the song ends with, like, and have me a slice of donkey pot pie. It's like, oh, uh, what? What are you saying? You're, like eight times his size.
1: You know what she's saying.
2: <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know what she's think saying. about it. I'm not <laughs> I'm not a furry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into that. Eventually, Shrek does find Fiona, and he's not really interested in performing all of the things that Fiona has envisioned in her fairy tales. So she starts going over how exactly this is supposed to be going out. They're going down in the song This is how a dream comes true. It's really funny because Shrek's just like, all right, come on, let's get out of here. And she's like, no, you're going to get down on a knee and you're going to be in this lighting and stuff. So, yeah, in the song, this is how a dream comes true. She's going over exactly how it should be going down. She should be getting down on one knee, getting down on one knee. And just kind of like manhandling him around. And he's just like, okay, come on, I just want to get out of here. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, you slain the dragon, though, right? And he's like,
3: what dragon? About <laughs> that. It's on that. my
2: to-do list. Yeah, just kind of he- hectic stuff starts to ensue. The gang eventually all meet back up and they are being harassed by the angry dragon with, I guess, Donkey just, like, left her. And that's why she's angry. And, uh, uh, but she also has a band of skeletons. <laughs> yeah. That are Best part of the whole that show. <laughs> attacking our crew. Yep. Yeah, they um, eventually try- kind of breaks out into, like, a dance fight. <laughs> Yep. Yep. With them. And yep. just kind of like tossing them around. So that's like pretty fun Good. to watch. Yeah. But shocker. Shrek de- defeats these skeletons and they all manage to escape. Oh, wait. This whole. If you haven't seen the film, the whole time Shrek has been in this castle, he's been wearing a knight's helmet to kind of cover his identity. His ogreness. So once they get out. Yeah. Fiona insists that Shrek reveals his identity and is shocked to find out that he is an ogre instead of her Prince Charming. Which is, uh... Oops. He's supposed to, like, reek, right? Like, you'd think.
1: Because <laughs> so she's I... like,
0: oh, man, he's covered in dust and goo, and he killed a dragon, so he's sweaty, and...
1: It must be dragon smell. Or Fine. she's used to it.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure she really knows what a Prince Charming is really like, because that's be Again, she's been alone for 23 years.
2: she has been alone. She was probably just happy to get any kind of, like, sentient yeah. contact. <laughs> yes.
1: Do you think she has the Walt Disney stories of Cinderella and Snow White, or the Brothers Grimm version? (laughs) That's a good
0: question.
2: (laughs) People chop it off parts of their feet to fit into a shoe and stuff like that? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah. Shrek, after her getting over her shock, explains the situation, that uh, he is a champion to Farquaad, and that is who she will marry. But after this conversation, uh, Fiona notices that the sun is beginning to set, and she begins to worry. She insists that they spend the rest of the night, or they they camp out, so she wants to spend the rest of the night alone. So Shrek and Donkey uh, that night stay up. Donkey's asking him what he would be if he wasn't an ogre, and Shrek kind of opens up about his feelings a little bit. Which is, like, kind of weird, because this wasn't in, like, the film. Because he's like, oh, if I wasn't an ogre, I'd be... This great warrior, or a poet, or a viking. And it's just like, what? <laughs> what? I gotta say, <laughs> Where did this come
1: from?
3: I really liked this edition here, because in the musical they stay, what, like, two nights, I think, out in the woods? Was it two or three?
0: It's
2: two. Whereas it's two in the movie it was only yeah, one. Yeah, this is the night. And so, like. So no,
0: this... in the movie it was, it was more than one. Was it? Because I feel like yeah. I
3: only remember oh, yeah, her she, changing once.
2: She, she moves the boulder. In front of the cave, well, is, oh, the little okay. truck tries to move the boulder in front of. The cave. I
3: haven't seen yeah. that. She puts
2: a door on it. Oh yeah, that she slams it. That's right.
3: I don't know. I just felt like their relationship was more explored here in the musical than it was in the movie.
0: That's true. Yeah, the you musical could definitely, it definitely feel definitely them was more like into
3: it, getting closer to each other. Whereas in the movie, it was just like they were, you know, hanging out, and yeah. then they just weren't, and then they were in love.
2: Yes. <laughs> they, they terrorized some animals. <laughs> in the, yeah, in the movie they did. They did.
3: Yeah, and she, like, was all, like, she beat up soldiers Robin at Robin Hood. Point. Yeah.
0: I was really mad that wasn't the musical, because that yeah. was really funny. Yeah. That was a perfect opportunity for, like, another
2: song. She pulled the arrow out of his butt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway.
2: <laughs> anyway. But, while Shrek is kind of opening up about all these feelings and these <laughs> dreams that he has, we get a kind of side shot of Fiona alone, and she is transformed into an ogress <gasps> da Da-da-da. So that is revealed to be what her curse is, and this is all in the song Who I'd Be. And, yeah, it's it's weird to hear, like, Shrek be super optimistic about stuff, or, like, yeah. happy about stuff. It's, like, it's like strange. It's not usually uh, his character. Mm-hmm.
0: Which, yes, he can have feelings
2: yeah mm-hmm. but <laughs> but yeah with that song actually that is wrapping up act one Ba-ba! of our show so yeah I know we said in the beginning that we've all seen it, but just off of this first half it's it's a wild ride.
1: it is Oh yeah very colorful Yes. oh yeah
0: very yeah very it it, it definitely sticks to the uh, similar concept of the movie where it's just, you know, over the top, and it's, you know, there's jokes everywhere, but never feels heavy-handed, you know? They're not, like, stretching the boundaries of comedy, and they didn't go past, like, where the movie set, like, Mm -hmm. the lines. And I really like that, because it could have gone really the wrong way. Like, with Spongebob, like, they didn't add particularly anything different. They didn't try and go in a different direction with it, which I like. I like that because it's you know
2: these characters that we've essentially grew up with
0: mm-hmm. just in a different form
2: yeah also I, we, we already kind of said it about Donkey Shrek also doesn't sound exactly like Shrek from the film Well, yeah like you're not obvi- you're not obviously gonna get
0: the Michael Myers yeah uh, <laughs> sort of Irish
2: <laughs> yeah it's it's a little different but kind of one thing I, I looked at like it looks like the actor that was playing Shrek and he had a lot of like Face Oh my gosh Like makeup Like it wasn't just like They painted him green They had like Stuff to make his face Like Yeah Bigger and blockier I'm assuming it's know. like
3: A big mask basically
2: Yeah Yeah
0: Cause they definitely have like Breathe holes On there Which I'm sure it gets
2: super hot
0: mm-hmm. And I definitely saw Donkey sweating at one point Oh yeah, yeah. Like, you
2: poor man Well Donkey Has to have like A Those lot of energy people. Throughout the whole and he's, everything he's had to tone that fur that faux fur Mm-hmm. that's insane yeah also another kind of interesting thing that we kind of looked up while we were watching but Fiona mm-hmm. when she turns into an ogress actually has like a double a body double yeah, yeah. a body double that wears the like ogre version because
0: there's no way they can get you know because it's quick. one actress in there because it, yeah
2: it's super quick and that's a lot of green it's a lot of green but yeah no it's it's different enough to at least like keep your attention while you're watching. Mm-hmm. But it's still the same story, so you don't have to like do much. They really what they do is they develop a lot more Farquad.
0: Yeah, they do. But they yeah. get
2: Farquad a lot more going on. Which
0: was not something I thought I needed until I saw it, and it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's also, kinda funny.
2: The guy that's playing Farquad has so much fun. He does. Throughout the show. Oh my god, he throws in little quips and stuff. And it's he he plays up the like prosthetic stuff like this dude went all out on it. Yes, it was very entertaining to watch.
0: Yeah, he definitely put his all into it, and uh, the character definitely takes a different tone in the musical than it does in the movie. Or in the movie, he's just kind of this big old dickhead, but in this one, he's just he's just weird. (laughs) Kind of a diva. He's kind of a diva. Yeah.
3: I would I would describe it as he's kind of misguided, like he doesn't realize oh, yeah. that everyone's making fun of him because he's short.
2: He's got like weird goofy moments where he's like <laughs> he's like bashful and acting like a really small child. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know, it's it's just a weird energy, but I really liked it. He's a big baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes,
1: big baby in a bathtub.
2: Oh <laughs> well, yeah, well. Gonna wrap up our discussion on Act One. I, uh, Kylie, do you wanna take away with the theater fact?
1: Oh, yes. This oh, one's yes. a great one. <laughs> so, in Shakespeare's will, the only thing that he had left to his wife was his second best bed. Not the best bed, the second <laughs> best. That, yeah,
2: not the best one. Which
0: yeah, implies that he had a best one. But where did the that guest one go? Best bed.
1: It went to his best friend.
0: Well, yeah. Okay, you can also imagine this is back in Shakespearean times, where a good bed probably wasn't even very good. Right. So the yeah. second best bed was probably like cardboard off a the hay floor, bale. <laughs> yeah. But like hay. Maybe the first bed was like stuffed with feathers. He was
2: like, or wool. That times version of like a super celebrity. Like he had two beds. It was. I don't know. He probably. Just had- he went to other people that he was probably more- Attached in, to? Attached to, involved with.
3: Yeah. Well, fun fact, there is an entire musical about Shakespeare, and we will get to it at some point, because I love it.
2: Of course we will. <laughs> of course.
0: We
3: have to. It's required. Actually, the guy who plays Shrek is in it. Oh! Really? Yes.
2: Nice. Also, the guy that plays Donkey in this is in Hamilton. Sure. Yes, yeah, he's but, currently yeah.
3: playing Aaron Burr, which, if you know anything about Hamilton- Aaron Burr is very different from Donkey, and I really <laughs> oh want to know how he went between roles because. Wow,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you, got, you gotta be flexible to make he's it in that world, I guess.
0: Yeah, he's, he's fun as Donkey, I really like him.
2: But yeah, so we we all ready to hop into Act Two's craziness. Bring it on. Alright, so the next day, Fiona wakes up early and is very cheerful in the song Morning Person. So she sings to uh, a bluebird and a deer, uh, but both of those go terribly awry. Um, So similar to the film, when she sings to the bluebird, she sings a high note and it explodes. But in this one, she (laughs) sings to, like, a very plastic-looking deer. It was a blown-up deer. (laughs) Oh, blown-up deer.
1: And like a pool deer mm-hmm.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah and begins to spin it around And launches it off of a cliff Only holding on to the like antlers of it
1: Which
0: implies that she has Ogre strength even when she's human
2: That uh, That's what I always thought It's gonna
0: be terrifying
2: Yeah I mean she beats up those, those The Robin Hood people I mean, A regular person could do that though Yeah but
0: She <laughs> just eats a deer off the cliff
1: If you're always by yourself Do you necessarily know that you're stronger Than the average person you
2: probably yeah, doubt. she probably didn't. Yeah, She probably could have saved herself at any time. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: laughs> I just
3: didn't know.
2: Yeah. Through the song, she also assists the Pied Piper in kind of corralling up his rats, which was really weird. So she like steps more towards the front of the stage and a curtain drops down. And then behind the curtain, people are wearing like shoes that have like these stuffed like rats on them. And it's like a tap dance routine.
0: It is probably the most confusing song. A rolled dance number to me.
2: Yeah, and then but it's also cool. <laughs> and then eventually the curtains come back up, and then the people that were wearing the rat shoes are like dressed as full rats, full size dressed rats, and then they continue the dance number. It's wild.
1: It's something yes. like the Nutcracker.
0: <laughs> it's it's weird, and now we all want rat slippers. So
2: yeah, it's it's strange. It's just strange. Yes. Um, but after that song, Fiona begins to ask about Lord Farquaad and Shrek kind of. Tries to bring down her mood with subtle hints, but are groomed to be, a.k.a. just a bunch of short jokes. Yes. <laughs> Men like him are in short supply, and him and Donkey are just, you know, busting guts on these jokes and stuff. Throughout this conversation, Trek eventually, like, kind of mocks Fiona's tragic childhood by being locked in a tower. It's like, oh, you didn't have it that rough. I had it rough. And then it just turns into a big contest about who had the worst life.
1: Essentially, anything you can do, I can do better, but my life was worse than yours. Yes!
0: Yet. Exactly. Yes. Hey,
3: which Sutton Foster also saying so...
2: Yeah, Sutton Foster was just great. But then we come to the most awkward thing in the entire show, for me at least. <laughs> they, they ended up just, like, keep farting back and forth to each other. <laughs> it's their mating call. And, like, they, they love it, and it's awkward... But this is the start to their friendship. And it's. It's just weird.
0: That's how I get all my friends. I just fart
2: on them.
1: Yeah. Marking your territory. <laughs>
2: yeah. Also, previously in the show, Shrek stated that if he farted, like, Donkey would die. And in this time, they're just, like, completely fine. And also, <laughs> this is, like,. A great shot of Donkey because, like, they start ripping farts back and forth, and it cuts to Donkey, and he is just like standing, appalled. (laughs) He is is so upset. Oh man, he is (laughs) the entire audience in that moment. (laughs) Yes, Donkey is a lot of the audience in in those shots. (laughs) It's it's bad. It's very bad. Oh, and we are to the girl's favorite scene. I don't know. So we cut back to lock <laughs> after the farting episode, and Farquad's in his bathtub. Oh my god! With mm. tiny little baby feet hanging over the edge, and they're they like, very clearly plastic and terrifying?
3: I think it's especially weird because it almost looks like he's wearing like a like a bare-chested he muscle is. suit over his regular clothing, right? Mm-hmm. He, de- he so, definitely like, is. Yeah. And so, like, his upper body is, like, twice as big as it should be,
1: and then the feet are tiny, and it just looks so bad. <laughs>
0: it's, it's so good. And, confusing. like,
1: his hat has re- replaced with a bath hat. Yes. And he has, like, ducky gloves mm. on, yeah, see, on his hands. And
3: one of his, like, soldier whatever's is, like, scrubbing his feet clean, and he's giggling. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, was, that was kind of what I was saying like, he has very weird childish moments Yes. <laughs> where it's like is he a three year old like is he actually three maybe But it's, it's weird but he's in his bathtub and he's talking to the magic mirror and they're planning out the wedding and the mirror suggests that he should uh, invite his father but Farquaad immediately refuses and shuts that down saying that he was abandoned in the woods as a child left alone so he will not be speaking to his father. And this is all in the Ballad of Farquad, So it's like, a, oh, woe is me kind of song. And it's, it's so f- weird. Again, like, you're missing out a lot if you're not watching it. True. So if you have Netflix and you're listening to this, just go watch it. It's about two hours. Yeah. It's, it's with, a trip. With
0: no intermission, so pee beforehand.
2: I mean, it's Netflix. I so can just pause. I didn't. No, well, we were I watching to watch it together, so... I had to pee.
1: <laughs> whose off <with> that? <laughs> <laughs> My bladders. <laughs> Should've worn the pants.
2: After this, Shrek and Fiona's friendship is slowly turning into love, and oh. Donkey is starting to pick up on it, so he suspects that Shrek is kind of working up the nerve to tell her, and is in the song, Make a Move, and Donkey gets sunglasses, and he's just trying to, like, ooh, you gotta set the lighting, and... You know, all this stupid stuff. <laughs> and it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> There's one point where he's like, Shrek, I know you can't hear me, but this is what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so good. It's a hype man. It's, it's, girl. it's a
2: lot of fun. The, the three blind mice show up, even though they're just in donkey's imagination, and they're like the background singers.
0: Yeah, the th- <laughs> three hot girls. Yeah. playing <laughs> the blind mice. The
2: three blind mice so Shrek still doesn't quite make a move they're doing that weird awkward like oh we both like each other but don't want to say it stuff so he's starting to come out of his protective shell a little bit and tries to find the words to explain his feelings and this is in the song When Words Fail so it's just like what will I do if I don't know how to say things
0: but you get me anyway
2: yeah it's black. <laughs> Lovey-dovey stuff. Ugh, gross. (laughs) Who needs that? (laughs) So, just like in the film, Shrek ends up looking for a flower for Fiona, and he's just like, I brought you this flower. It grew right over there. Yes. (laughs) Because, you know, he looked so long for it. Donkey eventually finds out. He goes to, like, check on Fiona, and eventually finds out that she turns into an ogre at night. So he's like, oh my god. You ate Fiona. Don't worry, Fiona. I'll get you out of there. Yelling at, like, the belly. And Fiona's like, Donkey, it's me. And he's like, (gasps)
1: gasp. You're green.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so she explains that she was cursed as a child. And that's why she was locked in a tower. Only a kiss from her true love will return her to normal. She asks Donkey to keep it a secret. And of course he does. But uh, fortunately for them, Shrek arrives near the end of the conversation and only hears her... Talking about herself being an ugly, hideous beast. And of course, dumb men. Shrek immediately thinks it's about him. So he throws his flower down and stomps off. And he's mad.
1: Me. Classic trope. They never wait for the end of the conversation to hear what it's really about. They just yeah. leave halfway through. Yeah.
0: Yeah, where else are you going to get the drama? Um,
2: Donkey also kind of hypes up Fiona and is like, Fiona, you like him, obviously, you gotta tell him, so that way you can, you know, be together and be happy. And she's like, I don't know. But the next morning, she decides, oh yeah, Donkey's right. Donkey's pretty much always right. <laughs> yeah. In in this stuff. And she is trying to let Shrek know about the curse in the uh, the morning person reprise, uh, but he is just being, like, kind of a douche and is just like brushing her off and then eventually rebuffs her with like oh ugly beast but now she thinks he's talking about her like he already knows about the curse and stuff she's like i thought that didn't matter and he's like well apparently it does but doesn't matter because i brought you somebody and farquad shows up riding a plastic horse (laughs) off the side of the stage and he's got these like metal leg pieces off to the side and she's like oh my god it's lord Farquaad! he's so and then he gets pulled off the horse and he's got his little stubbly legs and she's like short so short oops but kind of mad with shrek she goes along with it and was just like okay yes i'll go with you and Farquaad tries to go down on one knee to ask her for her hand in marriage but with the little puppet legs it doesn't bend like that
3: yeah, considering the actor's already on his
2: knees. <laughs> yes. He's like, tries Scooting. to make go back as far as he can, and he's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. I thought it was, it was great. so funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was funny.
2: But she agrees to marry him, and he's like, oh, our wedding will be fantastic. And she's like, why wait? Let's get married today, before sunset. Right now. Right now. Right now. And he's like, uh, okay, sure, yeah, why? Yeah, let's go with that. Let's get married today. And they, they ride off. As they leave, Donkey is essentially like Shrek, you're an idiot. What are you doing? And um tries to explain this this misunderstanding to Shrek. But Shrek, thinking that Donkey was kinda in on that conversation of making fun of Shrek, he's like, No, you're you're just like her, I'm I'm going back to my swamp and nobody can bother me ever again. So he sings the song Build a Wall and he's like, I'm just gonna build it ten feet high Nobody can come bother me. I'll be shut in for the rest of my life. Which, like, <laughs> in today's environment, when he's like, I'm going to build a wall, I was like, ooh. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: not great.
2: Right. After Farquaad had agreed to get married, Truck is given the deed to his swamp. So he has now full control over it. So all the fairytale creatures now have to leave that swamp and make their way to a landfill. They're upset that truck broke his promise to help them out, so they're all they're all sad and and all that stuff. And Gingy, which at first Gingy was just like up on a big sheet when he had his like getting tortured or whatever. And then this one, it's like a fairy like holding up Gingy like and like doing like a mouth puppet thing.
0: Hmm. Ventriloquist. But, but the person, but not
2: ventriloquism. <laughs> but it's yeah, but it's not ventriloquism because the person that is holding him is also just the voice and is like not trying to hide it. Threw me so off I a little that bit. was kind of strange. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but it was better than having someone dress up as a giant gingerbread man.
2: <laughs> true. <laughs> well, I, th- I thought maybe you could do, like, the hand puppet thing and just have, like, a voice over thing.
3: Yeah, true. Could. Instead of, like, the yeah. person. I don't know.
2: It was strange, but I was like, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. But Gingy rants, and it was pretty much going on, like, just because we're weird fairy tale creatures that we're freaks, doesn't mean we need to be hated. So they all kind of, like, start hyping each other up. It's like, no, we, we can band together. We can, we can you know, kick butt all, all on our own. So they all rally together, and they're planning on overthrowing Farquad. But P- Pinocchio's kind of a party pooper. He's like, guys, come on. I don't want everybody to die. He's like, we should just lay low to hang out this landfill after a while. I'm sure things will go back to normal. But Ginji's just kind of like, no, man, we don't need to, like, lower ourselves to that. We need, We need to fight back. This is all in the song "Freak Flag," so they all kind of like band together. Let your homies. freak flag
3: fly. It's
2: yeah, fun, and it's they like it's obviously all these like fairy tale creatures, but there's definitely like underlining tones mm-hmm. of this song with like "Freak Flag," like because <laughs> they it's kind of a running joke that the the big bad wolf is like a cross dressing, oh yeah, person even in, in this.
0: the even in the movies he's a
2: yeah, so they they continue with that, so it's like. Yeah, a very inclusive song. Huh? Just like, oh, we're all weird, but we're weird together.
0: One even comes out as a Scientologist.
2: That was weird. Yeah. I was like, that wow, was, okay, that was weird. Yeah,
0: don't encourage that. No, no,
1: no. no. <laughs> don't get us on a list, guys.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> we mean don't, no disrespect. Please don't sue us.
2: <laughs> you can't be sued for. Having an opinion uh, yeah, um, on religion. that. So, Trek returns to his swamp alone and is constructing his wall. And he gets really sad because he's missing Fiona. But also turns out Donkey is there. And he is kind of building a divider through the middle of the swamp. And it's just like, what What are you doing? And Donkey's like, well, I helped you save the princess. And the reward was a swamp. So I get half the swamp. And they kind of like had this like bickering and arguing moment. But he eventually, Donkey eventually yells at Trek for his stubborn habit habits that drove off Fiona, and Trek eventually comes out yelling back at Donkey, saying that, "Oh, you you called me a hideous beast. You both did. You're you're trash. Go away. You're trash." Uh. And Donkey is explains the situation, but like doesn't say the full truth. He's like, "You fool. She wasn't saying that about you. She was saying that about." Her somebody Someone else. else. <laughs> he's got to keep that promise. and But he kind of uses this to advantage. He withholds information in order to get Shrek to apologize. Which works. So Shrek says he's sorry and wants to be friends again. So obviously Donkey accepts it. Because, you know, it's Donkey. It's donkey. You, can't be, you can't be too mad at him. But yeah, explains that they weren't talking about him and they, they cl- she clearly had feelings for him and he's got feelings for her, so... They both rush back to Duloc to go s- interrupt the wedding, which they do right before Farquad and Fiona are about to kiss. Even though she was trying to like hurry everything up, she's like, "Can we just get back to the get or get to the I do's?" And Farquad's like, "Yeah, sure, go with that. <laughs> all right. Man,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, as as Shrek rushes in, the guards begin to seize him because he is interrupting a royal wedding. But he explains that he has something that he's got to say to Fiona. Fiona convinces farquad to hear him out so shrek sings a song bright beautiful world reprise so instead of saying like all the mean stuff that his parents were saying about like people and humans he's like oh i got room for two like i'll, I'll live in this world with you kind of stuff and it's pretty adorable Yeah, it's, it is. it's cute because he's like <laughs> i know the words to say now <laughs> and at the end of the song farquad is busting out laughing because he finds this hilarious. The ogre has fallen in love with the princess. Ba-ba-ba. But right after that is when the protest shows up. So the fairy tale creatures are having their coup and have stormed the wedding. So all sorts of craziness is happening. But they do have a surprise for Lord Farquaad. One of the seven dwarves, Grumpy, which was kind of stated in the beginning that that was Lord Farquaad's dad. Comes up and explains to the audience that Farquaad was not abandoned as a child. He was kicked out of the house at 28 for not moving out and leaving the basement.
3: Yep. Yep.
2: It's just kind of like a, Uh it's just kind of like a, oh, (laughs) I think even Pinocchio is just like, prepare to have your mind blown. (laughs) (laughs) So tables have kind of turned on Farquaad, but through all this commotion, the sun begins to set. And Fiona actually turns into her ogre form right in front of everybody. (gasps) Farquaad is disgusted with this transformation and claims that he's going to lock her back up in a tower, he's going to banish all these creatures, and he's going to have Shrek drawn and quartered, and he's, you know, still on his kind of high and mighty stuff, he grabs the crown, still proclaims himself king, since the I-dos, I guess, technically happened. Yeah. and he conveniently goes up onto the top of the altar for the dragon So Shrek whistles for the dragon to show up smashes through the window and donkey's there just kind of like hey guess yep look what i brought in i found my girlfriend yeah so my woman farquad and i th- i think in the movie he gets eaten but in this yep. one he gets roasted by fire yeah quote fire and yeah oh. is Completely destroyed. And Trek and Fiona embrace each other again. They admit that they love each other and they share a kiss. Fiona has a curse uplifting moment, but she is still in her ogre form. So she's abs- ashamed about how she looks, but Shrek ends up telling her that she's beautiful anyway.
0: Aww. Aww. And
2: everything's all hunky-dory and that kind of wraps up the story. Yeah. but. Oh, there is a surprise at the end of the show. So there's... Do any credits roll or does it just go to black and then cuts to... Black and then cuts. Yeah, it goes to black and it cuts to an after party back at Shrek Swamp. What song are they singing?
3: I'm a Believer. I'm, I'm a believer. believer.
0: That's what it yeah.
2: was, yeah. Then I saw her face. So yeah, every, oh, pretty much like all the characters from the show are here. Having a little jam session and yeah, Shrek and Fiona are singing this for the first half of the song. And eventually Donkey comes in and he's no longer wearing like his hoof hands. He's actually got a hands holding a microphone. And yeah, everybody just kinda has like a little dance session while this song's going on. I think Farquaad even comes back out, but he's like standing fully. Like yeah, the actors <laughs> up it's, and moving.
0: Uh, like their curtain call.
2: Yeah. Well they actually have a curtain call after that. But that wraps up the show. Yes. Yay! Woo! Woo! So yeah, it is just the story of Shrek.
0: Yes, yes, it's just Shrek. I mean, you don't learn a lot of new stuff, but the stuff you do learn is is very well added. Mm-hmm. Nothing
3: yeah, it too was definitely done well. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, if you're a big fan of musicals and stuff like that, there's a lot of little hidden stuff. Not hidden, but, like, little mentions Easter or Easter eggs stuff. Yeah, and like, mentions to other musicals. There's, like, Wicked reference that you spotted and stuff like Lion that. Lion King, of course. Yeah, Lion King. So, if, if you're savvy to that stuff, it's, it's kind of chock full of a little bit of funness.
0: Yes. yes. I was very surprised by this one. I didn't really know what to expect going into it. Mm-hmm. But it ended up being pretty enjoyable. I... I really actually did enjoy this one. Yep. It was very... fun. Yeah. Without <laughs> taking itself too seriously. Oh, yeah. Which would have been impossible. It knew exactly what it was doing. Oh, yeah. Like, it knew what it was, and it did not try to change that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Pretty much just big background stuff on Farquaad. And uh, honestly, he was... My favorite character. You was so <laughs> funny. Because he was just so ridiculous. Like, they yes. really leaned into all the dumbness about him. So. And, okay, yes. the big,
3: like, painted-on eyebrows. Yeah. And, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Those were great. Of course,
3: the legs and just the way <laughs> the, he acted. The legs
2: killed me. Because, oh, like, every opportunity they, they had to, like, mess with them, they were doing stuff yeah. with them. It's, uh... <laughs> also, him just, like, walking, because he would always, like, do it from the side, and it would just look so stupid. But, no, it's a a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, so we definitely recommend this one. I doubt it'll come through
2: our theaters. It's not... Yeah, I'm not sure if it's even still
3: really playing anymore, but...
2: I wasn't seeing anything that it was playing Uh, right now. There there might have actually been something... Oh, yeah, I was seeing on here there's gonna be... There was of an Australian tour here in 2020 but I don't know I think COVID might have messed put, with us, put a stop to that so I guess it is happening still every now and then but this one's it's... on Netflix so if you have Netflix give it a watch yeah definitely give it a watch <laughs> it's worth it especially
0: while it's still up there
2: yeah, yeah who knows how long yeah. stuff will stay on Netflix these days
0: yeah we definitely found it by accident and it was just like the perfect <laughs> opportunity to to cover it because we could all watch it together and then and then do this musical. Matt was like, "We're doing Shrek next," and it just ended up being perfect. Yep. So yeah, any more comments about this one, you guys?
3: The only thing, so I do want to explain a little bit because I did do research on the costuming of Fiona because I know that was one yes. thing that confused me. Like, how do you get someone into a giant green suit randomly? Right, like on those nights that she turns to an ogress. And we talked about it a little bit. So the first two times she comes on stage, at least from what I could find, those are body doubles. Right. Um, Whether or not it looks that way in the movie, you know, it's a recorded version so they could have done things differently. Um,
2: Yeah, there's definitely, like, editing in the recorded version because there's, like, zoom-ins, cuts, and, like, scene transitions and stuff like that. So it's, it's very seamless watching it on Netflix.
3: Yeah. So those two are definitely body doubles, but I think that the very end, it is her.
0: Yeah, it's definitely her. During the time it that there's like the
3: fairy tales come and, like, are fighting after the wedding. Or I guess during, technically. I yeah. think she slips out. And then, like, the hands, I think, are gloves. The chest piece up to the necklace is, like, just a yeah. piece they put on her. And then they, like, do the makeup real quick. And then put her out on stage. So, it probably looks a lot nicer in the recorded version than it actually would live. 'Cause again they had more time to work with it. But I think that's really interesting too. Just like quick changes in general are one thing that just like wow an audience during a Broadway show, but also just me watching, like I think it's yeah, really Katie interesting.
2: Showed me some behind the scenes footage of Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Of like some quick change stuff. And it's like Yes, it's 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 almost like a uh, professional racer, like pit crew. Yes, when they come in, it it's nuts how quickly people need to work.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I will be putting the video that he's talking about up on our website as well under the Beetlejuice section because first the actress who plays Delia also plays Miss Argentina. Yes, who happens to be be be
3: full painted.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so they she has a whole crew. They they paint her all up and she does you know some of her face makeup and then immediately after she does that scene she has to take it all off again and it's impressive
2: and i know they got to be using some powerful makeup remover yes like probably like best in the biz it's gonna be hard on
3: your skin to be in theater that's for sure
2: it's like yeah i already even know just from little bits i've seen like even just people that look normal on stage Still have, like, a ton of makeup on them mm-hmm. just because, like, the angle of the lights are so yep. strange. The,
3: yeah, you're wearing, like, 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 ten pounds of makeup no matter what role you're playing.
2: God, I'd be
0: so sweaty. Yes.
2: It'd be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and those uh, theater lights are real hot. Yep. Yeah. I, I can <laughs> only. Oh, real and harsh. And you have to sing and dance along with that? Ay aye, aye. aye. <laughs> yeah, you would just explore. I, I'm going <laughs> to. I'm just going to be in the I back, working the smoke. lights. I'll see you guys later.
3: <laughs> That's the magic of theater, though.
2: And uh, they wouldn't change it for the world.
3: No, definitely not. I think it's amazing. It's,
2: it's, it's probably like an actor's high thing. Like, you don't oh, even yeah. really, like, notice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely get caught up in the story mm-hmm. of what you're doing and
0: the excitement of, you know, performing on stage. Wanting to hear the
2: applause or the laughter. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. the boos, I guess, if you're playing a villain.
0: True. Okay, well, I think that wraps up this episode, Shrek the Musical,
2: <laughs> which
0: was a lot of fun to go through. Um, as always, thank you for listening to us. We really appreciate that you do. We are still super excited. to keep getting those download numbers bumped up. Those are really cool. If you could help us out by reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, that would be fantastic. We have a handful of five stars on there, which is awesome. Thank you to those people that did that. Thank you, Mom. Uh- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Thank you. And so please just yeah, give us a review. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. We would really appreciate that. If you would like to just say hello to us or give us any tips and comments or anything like that, you can always reach us at seat at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at Save an seat on Twitter. We like hearing from you guys, and that would be awesome to uh, get more interaction there. All right, guys, I think this wraps this one up. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Save Me an Isle Seat. You can find more episodes and shows similar to this at www.ragtagnetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Save an Aisle Seat. We make this show just for the fun of it, but if you would like to support what we do, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash seat This episode was brought to you by the Ragtag Network.